fellas, I'm only telling you who it is because you specifically asked. This is true. Let's go! They said we had the worst secondary in the NFL. We went up against the number one passing offense in the NFL. They couldn't even score a touchdown. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Go, Buck, man. You understand? This defense is the real deal. You understand? You understand what I'm telling you right now, man? Go, Buck, man. I just had a birthday Thursday. This is my birthday present, man, for my favorite team. I earned this, man. This isn't any bandwagon stuff. We just jumped on when Brady got here. We deserve this, Bucks fans. Go, Bucks, man. I want to cry. I'm about to get off the phone and let everybody have their moment. But listen, go, Bucks. I am. I'm so Bucks, man. You are locked on Buccaneers. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, man? Welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast, home of your Super Bowl 55 champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com. And make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Would like to welcome in all of our returning listeners as well as our new listeners. Welcome to the show. What a way to join us by celebrating a victory in the Super Bowl. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a five-star review and help other Buccaneers fans Find us. We kick all these Monday shows off the same way, but David, this will be the last time that we're going to recap the action from Sunday. Yeah, and of course, we're extra happy to do so. Super Bowl 55 got underway with the Kansas City Chiefs winning the opening coin toss, and they would defer to the second half, allowing the Buccaneers to start with the ball, which, again, people are not paying attention. That's exactly what the Buccaneers want, and they would have preferred it that way anyway. And James, an interesting factoid that I tweeted out from the Lockdown Bucks Twitter account, Tom Brady is undefeated when he is not when he does not win the coin toss in the Super Bowl. And of course, that trend has continued. Both offenses, however, got off to slow starts, trading punts on the first possessions of each team. And then the Buccaneers would run just four plays on their second possession and punt the ball away again. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs started their second possession at their own 38. And after Mahomes was able to gain 11 yards on first down, a JPP offsides on the subsequent second and four gave the Chiefs another set of downs at the Buccaneers 30. From there, the Chiefs wouldn't gain any more ground, however, and would have to settle for a Harrison-Butker field goal to strike first, taking a 3 to nothing lead. On the ensuing drive, Leonard Fournette would get the call on three straight plays, getting a new set of downs for the Tampa Bay Buccaneer offense. Following a defensive holding call, Tom Brady found wide receiver Antonio Brown and then tight end Cam Bray on consecutive plays to move the ball 31 yards, to the Kansas City Chiefs 24, and on second and five from the Kansas City eight-yard line, this happened. We trail three to nothing, but knock on the Kansas City door, the line of scrimmage, the KC eight. Here's the snap out of the gun. Play action fake. Pass to Gronkowski. He's going to score a touchdown. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Holy Gronkaboli. He breaks the record. He's got his 23rd touchdown in the postseason from Tom Brady. Special thanks to Gene Deckerhoff and the Buccaneers. Radio Network for the audio. That touchdown pass between Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski gave the duo 
the NFL record for the most touchdowns by a passing duo in postseason history, passing Joe Montana and wide receiver Jerry Rice. Ryan Suckup's extra point gave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a 7-3 lead, and it was the first touchdown pass by Tom Brady in the first quarter of any Super Bowl he's ever played in. Pretty amazing feat, given all the things that's happened in his career. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense stood tall on the, on the Chiefs' next possession, forcing a three and out. Then the Buccaneers started their own 30 and began marching down the field after a 31-yard pass to Mike Evans to get the Bucks the ball inside the 10-yard line. It was the Chiefs' turn to stand tall. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense ran Ronald Jones on first down, then attempted a pass to eligible wide receiver offensive lineman Joe Haig, which was knocked away at the last second. On third down, Ronald Jones was only able to get the ball one yard closer. And then on fourth down, it was Rojo again, who was stopped at the goal line, turning the ball over on downs. On the very first play of the ensuing drive, Patrick Mahomes was able to create some breathing room when he found Tyree Kill on a 14-yard gain out to the Kansas City 15-yard line. From there, they would, however, they would only gain two more yards and be forced to punt. During the punt, the Chiefs were called for holding, forcing them to kick again. And their punter, who had struggled mightily early in the game, shanked the second kick setting the Bucks up at the Kansas City Chiefs' 38-yard line. Following a run for a loss by Antonio Brown and a pass to tight end Rob Gronkowski, the Buccaneers faced third and four. Tom Brady went deep to Mike Evans, and the ball was intercepted by Tyron Matthew. However, a defensive holding call negated the interception and gave the Bucs a new set of downs. The Bucs were again held to just five more yards, and Ryan Suckup kicked a 40-yard field goal. But before the snap, Kansas City Chiefs special teams specialist and ace wide receiver Mike Nicole Hardman jumped off sides, giving the Bucks another free set of first downs. On the very next play, a familiar duo in the postseason in the Super Bowl was at it again. Leonard Fournette is the setback. The line of scrimmage is the 17-yard line of Kansas City. Here's the snap. Play action fake. Brady looking, Brady looking, looking, looking. Throws toward the end zone. Caught ball. Touchdown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski's got two today. The touchdown made it 14-3 to in favor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With six minutes remaining, the Chiefs would look to answer. Patrick Mahomes and the offense would orchestrate a 10-play, 61-yard drive that was dominated by Travis Kelsey, who gained 41 of those 61 yards. But they stalled at the Buccaneers' 14-yard line and settled for yet another Harrison Bucker field goal with just a minute remaining in the second quarter. Tom Brady and the Bucs would run the ball on first and second down of their next possession, gaining eight yards while the Kansas City Chiefs used their timeouts to keep time on the clock in hopes of getting the ball back one more time before halftime. On third and two, however, Tom Brady found Rob Gronkowski for five yards, and the Bucs had a new set of downs and were in business with their own timeout still in their pocket. On first and ten, Brady went deep to Mike Evans, who was tripped by cornerback Rashad Breeland. And the defense pass interference call set the Bucks up with first and 10 at the Kansas City Chiefs 24. Following the Leonard Fournette run, the Bucks used their final timeout with 13 seconds remaining. Brady again targeted Mike Evans in the end zone. However, this time he was interfered with by safety Tyron Matthew, setting up a first and goal from the one with six seconds remaining. Brady and the Buccaneers offense would find a way to make the Chiefs defense suffer for their penalties, finding Antonio Brown on a quick slant to give the Buccaneers a 21-6 lead at the half. The Chiefs came out at halftime looking to cut into the Buccaneers' lead and get back in the game. Thanks to a big 26-yard run to start the drive off by Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the Chiefs got into scoring position quickly. However, their drive once again stalled in Buccaneers' territory, and Harrison Butker would make his third field goal of the game to cut the lead to 21-9. The Bucs ran the ball with Fournette on three of their first four plays of the second half, 
before Tom Brady found his favorite target of the night, Rob Gronkowski, for a 25-yard gain up the seam. On first and 10 from the Chiefs' 27, playoff Lenny made his presence felt once again. Here's the snap, run the ball to the right, got a blonde voice to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Tampa Bay, Leonard Fournette takes it to the house, and the Bucks lead 27 to 9. The Ryan suck-up extra point made the lead 28 to 9, Buccaneers, and things seemed well in hand early in the second half, but with Patrick Mahomes on the other side, no lead is truly safe. Following a sack by Shaq Barrett on second down, the Chiefs faced third and 13 from their own 22. Mahomes looked to Tyreek Hill deep down the field, but the ball was deflected by safety Mike Edwards and intercepted by fellow safety and rookie Antoine Winfield Jr. at the Chiefs' 45-yard line. The Buccaneers' offense, however, wasn't really able to do much after getting the ball into the red zone. Brady missed tight end Tanner Hudson on a pass in the end zone, and an errant snap sent over the head of Brady on third down led to a 52-yard field goal attempt by Ryan Suckup, who hit it, extending the Bucks' lead to 31-9. With just under three minutes left in the third, the Chiefs still weren't out of it, and Patrick Mahomes began putting together a solid drive, finding Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins on back-to-back plays for 34 yards. After finding Travis Kelsey for another 17-yard gain to get to the Bucs' 11-yard line, the Bucs' defense helped stall yet another Chiefs drive. Mahomes was under heavy duress on fourth and nine and threw the ball incomplete to turn it over on downs. Although the Bucs' offense wasn't able to do much on that drive, they were able to flip the field. And after punting on fourth and one from the Chiefs' 46-yard line, Kansas City would take over from their own eight with just over eight minutes to go in the game. Mahomes would set up yet another promising drive, finding Travis Kelsey for 33 yards on the very first play to get the ball out near midfield. Following a sack by Indomitian Sue, the Bucs would be flagged for roughing the passer when three players converged on Mahomes, one of them hitting him in the head accidentally as he went down with new life. Patrick Mahomes continued to march down the field. However, on second and 20, Following a holding call against Mike Remmers, it was Patrick Mahomes who was sacked by Indomitian Sue and Cam Gill to set up third and 33. Mahomes would get 23 of those yards back on a pass to Tyreek Hill, but on fourth and 10, the pass to Tyreek Hill was broken up by Antoine Winfield Jr., who would then get flagged for taunting after throwing up the deuces sign to Tyreek Hill. From the from there, the Bucks would go three and out, but the time was dwindling quickly. With three and a half minutes to go, the Chiefs would again try to get into the end zone. Following a fourth down conversion, two-minute warning hit, and with first and 10 at the Bucks 14, Mahomes found Tyreek Hill again, this time for just four yards, setting up second and six. On the very next play, just as he had all postseason long, Buccaneers captain came up big. Here's the snap. Mahomes running to his right. Look out. He may run. Mahomes directed. No, throw the end down. Battle intercepted. Picked off in the end zone. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world, and we still have a minute 33 to go. Devin White, what a great second season. The All-American from LSU, rookie of the year a year ago, and White, 13 tackles, four assists, nine solos, and a pick in the end zone. That's it for KC. Bucks are the Super Bowl champs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers went into victory formation and are your Super Bowl 55 champions, defeating the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. Tom Brady 
was awarded his fifth Super Bowl MVP. And after 18 long years, the Buccaneers are once again world champions. We've got some more friends of the show who want to share their thoughts following this historic win. So let's hear from another one now before we hit the break. Go Bucks! Clayton in Tampa, what an ending to the season. Excitement, overjoyed. Wow, what a ride. Not much I can say right now, but go Bucks! we did it. Fire the cannons, raise the flags, it's all us. We did it, guys. Thank you and David for doing everything for us this season, James, and all the rest of Bucks Nation and the Locked On crew. Go Bucks! If you want to continue the good fortune and get a big win of your own, you need to check out our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. But the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit by using promo code locked on again head to betonline.ag and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts more from your tampa bay buccaneers super bowl championship coming up in segment two of the locked on bucks podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Woohoo! Yeah! Wow! What a game! What a season! How amazing! Wow! A complete domination! No touchdowns at all for the Chiefs! None! Wow! What a way to end the year! What a way for Tampa Bay to get their second Super Bowl in their history! That that was just amazing! I'm getting a lot of texts from my Chiefs fans saying that this is the most obvious fixed Super Bowl ever. Don't know what to say about that. Uh, I can see what they're getting at with the lopsided penalties and everything, and that's going to be debated for many, many years. But Bucks won. That was great. That was awesome. Let's do it again next year. Segment two here, Victory Monday, the Locked On Bucks podcast, the best kind of Victory Monday following the win of Super Bowl 55 by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After you're done listening to the show, of course, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski is the host of Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories from analysis from your local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts, James. I am on the Locked On Today podcast because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, and that is the biggest sports story around right now. So, of course, Peter and I had a conversation right after the game was over. So you guys can go check out what I had to say over there if you feel so inclined. Um, but something else we had to do after the game, James, was jump into a whole lot of post-game press conference Zoom conferences. And you had much more luck than I did getting through to these people this time around. We both did pretty well during the week leading up to, for some reason tonight, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to call nameism on it. They just don't like the name David, and apparently they like the name James. So we're going to start off with your clips because you got a few more than I did. 
something that I was really curious about, and, and I was sitting in Tom Brady's room waiting on him, but yeah, he was taking a little while in the original room that they had linked to Tom Brady, Sean Murphy bunting sat down and I'm like, Oh, all right, well, Sean's here. Let's ask him a question. And I was real curious. And I asked both Sean Murphy bunting and Devin white that look for the last two weeks, all we've heard about on all of the talking heads, NFL network, ESPN sports talk radio, all of it is how, how can the Buccaneers stop this Chiefs offense? This Chiefs offense can score at will. They can do anything. They're so unstoppable. They're so fast. Look what happened in week 12. And I finally asked him, I was like, look, did you guys take all of that personally? That all the talk was about how good this Kansas City offense was and nobody was giving the defense their due. It was very personal, honestly. Um, I mean, like, like you said, we were – I feel like as a secondary, you know, we've had our rough patches, which, you know, a lot of teams have. But obviously, you know, we took a lot more heat for it, you know, continuously throughout the year. You know, each and every week, we were getting so much hate. We were getting so much, you know, we're not good enough. We we need to be gone. We need to do this, that, and the other. But uh, we stayed true to ourselves, But we and we fought for each other. And at the end of the day, uh, I love my guys. I love every guy in that room. And I told them guys from day one, you know, no matter what happens through thick and thin, I'm always fighting. I'm always battle for them. And um, I couldn't be more proud of the guys that's in that room, you know, from 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 the practice squad guys to the active guys, man, is everybody put their hand in the pot and um, everyone really deserves this world championship. And uh, I'm, I'm very, very thankful of the people that are in my life and, and the people that are on my team. I mean, we didn't take it personal, but it was just crazy to us that we were still underdogs. We defeated Drew Brees. We defeated Aaron Rodgers, and then we was like he was the MVP, and we still was underdogs. <laughs> Man, we just knew we had, we just wanted to win the Super Bowl. We didn't really care about what the media was saying because the media not out there on the field. Hey, so like I said, man, we don't even keep score. We just run that shit up and leave. And then yeah, I was I was lucky enough to ask Gronk a question. You know, Gronk's been in the situation before. He's won Super Bowls before, and I asked him. You know, was this one that much more difficult than all the other ones in his past because? of the restrictions with COVID and not having a normal off season and, and trying to get caught up with a team and, and kind of learn as you go. And, you know, I, I think Gronk laid it out pretty well for me. You know, there are, it's, it's just always difficult to win a Super Bowl. Uh, it's, it's a grind, huh. but let me tell you that grind pays off and uh, you know, it's always a task. It's, I would say that, you know, due to COVID, you know, and having no off season, you know, it definitely makes it more challenging, but, you know, it was an even playing field because all teams were in that situation. But uh, I would definitely say, you know, each, you know, each win definitely represented their own challenges. Uh, but I would rank this one up there definitely as, as one of the biggest challenges to overcome and, and get to the Super Bowl and win it and be champs, baby. That's what it's all about. Super Bowl 55 champs, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. Love my teammates, love my coaches, love this organization. Thank you, guys. I'm out. All right, so good stuff there from Gronk and his press conference. And then, uh, yeah, I got a question in with Will Golston, and, and Will is another guy. I mean, we've all talked about Levante, Dave, and how long he's been in the NFL and Mike Evans without a postseason appearance, but Will Golston's another one. And he actually talked earlier in his press conference media session about how you know he's a guy who's been reported to be on the roster bubble a few times, and and his future was kind of up in up in the air at times. So he just was really appreciative for the coaching staff and for the organization really having trust in him and faith in him. And when I got my turn to ask him a question, I asked him about the continuity on the defense, 
and how important it was given the way the season got started with all of the COVID restrictions, a lack of preseason. And here's what uh, Will had to say to me in response to that question. Once, once we knew that everybody was coming back, well, majority of everybody was coming back and we added our pieces, we knew that we could only evolve within this defense. Uh, last year was our first year and we did pretty well. This year is our second year under there and we, we started getting our turnovers, we started making our plays. And Coach Bowles had all the confidence in us and we got a chance to exit. And guys, that's going to wrap up our second segment. We've got one more coming up in our Super Bowl 55 recap and review. Prediction reviews, best and worst from this weekend for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But first, we're going to talk about something that's never the worst part of anybody's day. And that, of course, are Built Bars. Just today, before doing the Locked On NFL Sunday live show with Cody Rourke and Ross Jackson and Ryan Tracy of the Locked On Chiefs podcast, I had a Built Bar. It was the banana, banana bread, one of my favorite flavors, one of 18 amazing flavors that you can get at BuiltBar.com, including other ones like caramel brownie, carrot cake with walnuts, which is another amazing flavor. All of the Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're all low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. They have nut and non-nut flavors. The non-nut flavors are made in a completely separate facility. No nuts ever enter that facility. So if you have an allergy or sensitivity, you can you can rest assured that none of those flavors have been intermingled. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off of your next order of the best protein bar you will ever try. Again, promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. You know who should probably hit BuiltBar.com for an order? This next caller. James and David, we're Super Bowl champions, baby! Let's go! All right, my man over here, been a Bucks fan his entire life. I'm an Eagles boy. Nice to see you guys win. Nice to see it. They did great. You know, they put the ball where they needed to. It was phenomenal. They played a great game. Go Bucks! We owned it! Let's go! We're Super Bowl champs, baby! The Locked On Podcast Network has your Super Bowl recap covered from every angle. After this podcast, listen to Locked On Today for the biggest storylines. Peacock and Williamson for the X's and O's. And check out Locked On Chiefs for an in-depth local expertise wrapping things up here on the biggest victory Monday edition of the locked on bucks podcast ever. Let's get into our plays of the game and you're going to kick us off with the offensive play of the game. Yeah, it's, it's pretty simple to me, David, the, the offense game came with 37 seconds left in the first quarter and it was an eight yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski. Look, the Buccaneers have been in two Super Bowls, and guess what? In both of those Super Bowls, they were trailing three to nothing in the first quarter. This was Tom Brady's first touchdown pass in 10 Super Bowls in the first quarter. This was also a record-breaking touchdown pass, setting up the record for most touchdown connections between a quarterback and a pass catcher in postseason history. This was what started it all. Once the Buccaneers did this, they never looked back. That was it. That was all she wrote. Nearly a wire-to-wire win against the Kansas City Chiefs, the high-octane offense, the unstoppable Mahomes, the no-one-can-keep-up-with-him Tyree Kill completely shut down. The streaker got in the end zone before the Kansas City Chiefs did, and it all started with what was a record-breaking touchdown pass with a half of a minute to go in the first quarter. 
Absolutely. And then looking at the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with the Antoine Winfield interception, which of course was aided in part by safety Mike Edwards, who also got a hand on the ball um, for two reasons. One, uh, you know, turnovers are always heartbreaking, but when you have a team that is losing, struggling to put things together, and then they turn the ball over, they have a takeaway taken away from them. Um, it's just, it's demoralizing. So that was kind of one of those dagger moments. It wasn't the dagger moment, but it was just one of those dagger moments to help the Buccaneers secure those win. And then of course, uh, it was assisted by Mike Edwards, who was my locked on today, locked on podcast network play or uh, under the radar player for the Super Bowl. So, you know, anytime I can, I can flex my muscles and being right a little bit, I'm going to take that opportunity. So that was my defensive play of the game. David, we have our uh, prediction recaps, our best and worst and our final thoughts. Let's get into the bold and the score prediction recaps. My bold prediction was that we were going to see something that hasn't happened since Super Bowl 32 and that Leonard Fournette was going to go for over 100 yards and get two rushing touchdowns. Well, I came up 11 yards and a touchdown short. Leonard Fournette finishes the day with 16 carries for 89 rushing yards and a touchdown 5.6 yards per carry. And my score prediction was 34 to 30 Buccaneers. Uh... Yeah, I gave the Chiefs too much credit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my bold prediction was that Mike Godwin, Mike Godwin, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin would combine for fifteen uh, receptions and have zero drops between the two of them. I don't think either of them had a drop, but they combined for three receptions, which I'm sure they're fine with. And then my score prediction has been shocking people for like the last week and a half. Forty-two to thirty-eight Buccaneers was my score prediction. Um, yeah. The, the Bucks came 11 points shy, not because of ability, honestly. They probably could have put up 42 uh, if they really wanted to, but they kind of went into clock-killing mode there in the middle of the third quarter. Uh, and then the Kansas City Chiefs only came up 29 points shy of my prediction. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would have gotten a lot closer if those um, turnover on downs had ended up being touchdowns, but I think all of our listeners are glad that they didn't. Let's go ahead and get into our best and worst. Um, first and foremost, my best, uh, I got to give it to the, the front line of the Buccaneers. And I'm talking Vita Vea, Dominican Sue, Will Golston, JPP and Shaq Barrett, relentless pressure all day long. They held Patrick Mahomes to a 52.3 quarter or yeah, quarterback rating, the lowest of any game in his career. They just beat him over and over and over and without that relentless pass rush and if Mahomes has his normal amount of time and he was doing some amazing things some incredible things getting the ball away when his knee was centimeters away from touching the ground but he still couldn't make enough happen this pass rush was unreal hats off to him that is really what won this game for the Bucks. Uh, yeah, my best is playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette, 16 carries, 89 yards, and a touch. Um, second leading receiver on the team, four targets, four catches, 46 yards. Listen, we talked about this earlier in the week. Um, this was the opportunity the running backs had. You know what I mean? They've had some bad passing games, some bad pass receiving games, or they've had some bad drops, so on and so forth. This was the last opportunity. There is no tomorrow. There is no next week. You're either going to do it tonight you're going to do it this weekend or you're not going to do it at all. Leonard Fournette came through, man. Four catches, 46 yards. Obviously, no touches or uh, no drops. So, I mean, hats off to him, man. Playoff Lenny, uh, maybe we'll see you again next year. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the Bucks won him back. But, David, let's get into the worst. And uh, 
There is no worse. They won the Super Bowl. Let's do one more round of best and mine. I'm going to give it to Gronk, man. Uh, leading receiver for the Buccaneers, six receptions, 67 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he got the first two of the game, put the Bucks up 14 to three, and it was you know that it was all over but the shouting from there. So again, it was Gronk's turn. We've seen uh, you know Godwin lead the team. We've seen Evans lead the team. We've seen Brait lead the team in this postseason. Tonight was Gronk's night, and uh, yeah, he's my second best of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And and you went defense and offense. I went offense. So I'll go defense. And I'm going to go with the secondary. All of them. Every single yes. one of them. Listen, Tyreek Hill, seven catches for 73 yards. A lot of that garbage time yards. The next leading right wide receiver or running back, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, two catches, 23 yards. Listen, Travis Kelsey had 10 catches for 133 yards, and you would not believe it if you watched this game. Like if you watched this game, didn't count any stats, didn't have any overlays on the screen as the game was going on, you would not have come back and told me that Travis Kelsey had 133 yards because, yes, as he was getting yards, the Buccaneers' defense, the secondary, the linebackers, all of them, were making sure that he did nothing to overly impact the game, and that was the key to this team winning. So hats off to that secondary, that young secondary, that 32nd-ranked secondary. Hats off to you, gentlemen. Super Bowl champions, and nobody can take it from you. All right, David, time for some final thoughts. And look, we're going to continue to talk about this game probably for the rest of the week, so we don't need to do a deep dive into anything. But my final thoughts is it's been a long run. It's been a, a long, tough road to get here. It has been years and years of losing. It has been top 10 draft picks. It has been questioning the general manager's decisions. It's been coaching changes. But the Buccaneers have reached the pinnacle. We've told you for the last couple of weeks, enjoy this ride. You don't know when you're going to get the opportunity to see this again. And your team are the Super Bowl champions. Live it up. Yeah, uh, so my final thought on this is going to be um, just another another message, I guess, of appreciation. Look, it's it's been one hell of a season. It's been one hell of a year, and it's been one hell of a ride. I mean, covering the Buccaneers, as long as we have, we've seen some some really low lows. We've seen, obviously, some really high highs this season specifically. Um, a lot of you guys have been here throughout it all. James, you and I have been doing this for, for years now together, and you've been through it all. Uh, Bailey Adams, writer over at BucksNation.com, has been with us since before our SB Nation days, or before our Locked On uh, podcast days. So he's another he's another guy that that's a, that's a ride or die buddy of ours. And, and so many of you, listen, we got a bunch of voicemails. We got like uh, at least a dozen voicemails over the weekend of Buccaneers fans just ready for the game. And pretty much all of you to a T. And we got a voice memo even from Australia said, you know, thanks, thanked us you know, for, for being here for you guys and for, you know, enjoy or for, for being a part of the journey for you guys. Uh, Scott Smith getting emotional with us on, on the show, you know, Carmen Vitale sharing stories about her family coming into the game. Jake Arians sharing family moments from, I mean, this is so much bigger than just a football game, so much bigger than a trophy uh, to the players, to the, to the members of the organization and then to you guys. And while you're thanking us for what we're doing, honestly, we need to thank you for what you're doing and that's just kind of the way I wanted to wrap up the season, this episode. Like you said, James, we're going to talk about this win, this run, this year more as the offseason goes, uh, gets underway. But one last time, you know, it's probably not the last time, but one last time at least for this season as we close out this episode. Just want to appreciate all of you out there for joining us, letting us into your lives, letting us into your homes, your workspaces, your vehicles, wherever you listen to this podcast. Greatly appreciate all of you. 
All right. And with that, David, we are out of here for this episode. Coming up tomorrow, more reaction to Super Bowl 54 of your voicemails. We'll continue to dive into this game because why not? Uh, make sure you're checking out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. I will have my pick six up on Monday morning. David will have the best and worst of the season coming at you over there at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. A big thank you to True Layton, the Eagles fan that called in. And we got one more caller who is going to send us out in fantastic fashion. So hope you all have an absolutely incredible victory Monday. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Be good to each other and live it up. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are world champions. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. Fire them cannon, boys. Oh, my God. I can't believe it, man. This is Matt from Oregon, Georgia. I'm just overwhelmed with emotions right now, man. There's so much happiness just oozing out of every pore of my body. I'm just smiling all over myself right now. I I just don't even know what to do. I don't know if I'm going to laugh or cry. Man, I, I got to celebrate it with my three sons. I didn't know another Bucks fan in the state of Georgia, so I had to make my own. And I got three of the biggest Bucks fans you'll ever meet in your life. And it was so special getting to share this this moment with them, guys. The defense, man, the defense played lights out. Antoine Winfield Jr. with the big pick. My man Devin White was everywhere tonight. JPP, Shaq Barrett doing their thing with the man, the myth, the legend, Vita Vea, destroying everything in his past. Big Sue got in on the action, man, and then Brady and those boys. Man, uh, you know, the, the, the play call at the beginning of the game was frustrating me, but we settled down and, and we started making it happen. And who the hell would have thought we'd be running the game out for a whole damn quarter? That, that That's crazy. I called in earlier this week. I guess I called in late. I tried to tell you about the prophecy I had, the dream that I had, that we'd win by two possessions. And I'd be damned if I was wrong, guys. We won by three. This is crazy. And you know what's even crazier? I gotta go fire the genie cannon. Bruce, I don't even know what is it, the 20th time this year? I have no idea. I'm just, I can't even think. But this is gonna be the mini cannon's finest moment, guys. Go, <laughs> so Bucks. Super Bowl champion.